Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Tuesday, March 2nd. Today's top stories, stocks stormed higher on Monday, posting their best day in eight months. What was that all about and will it continue? I'll discuss in a moment. And interest rates fell slightly yesterday and the 10-year yield is now 15 basis points below the spike high it made last Thursday. Does this mean the danger of higher rates and the subsequent danger to our stock market has passed? I'll answer that shortly. And now a Chinese automaker says the global semiconductor shortage is going to limit their production. Since so many of these chips are made in Asia, you would think they're insulated from the problem. But if not, then just how bad is it going to get for everyone else? More on those and other topics shortly, as well as a check of the overnight markets. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street for Monday. It was to the moon for stocks yesterday with the S&P gaining 2.4% on the day, the best day the S&P has had since June of last year. The Dow gained just less than 2% and the NASDAQ 100 was the big winner among the major indexes. It gained 2.9% on the day. None of these indexes made new all-time highs, but the S&P closed less than 1.5% below that level. 92% of the names in the S&P ended higher on the day, and there were 48 new 52-week highs, while there were zero, zilch, new 52-week lows. Every S&P sector was in the green with financials and technology the big winners, as both gained more than 3%. Consumer staples was a laggard, and it still managed to gain just more than 1% on the day. It was such a good day for stocks that if you want to complain about something in the equity sector, then that will take some doing. Some of the love for stocks was a function of renewed love for fixed income. The 10-year yield dropped to 1.45%, and that's 15 basis points below Thursday's frightening spike high. That decline in interest rates, however transient it turns out to be, was good news for stocks, and there hasn't been a lot of good news for stocks from interest rates lately. Some of you have asked about the term basis point that I use when I talk about interest rates. Each percentage point is made up of 100 basis points, so if an interest rate moves by one-tenth of 1%, one say from 1.4% to 1.5%, then we would say it's moved by 10 basis points. So now you know. Commodity prices were mixed yesterday after getting hammered on Friday. Crude fell some more, but nat gas and copper rose slightly. I'll have more to say about crude oil in a moment. Stocks were helped by renewed conviction that a new round of COVID relief is going to hit bank accounts soon, and that interest rates will indeed stay very low for a very long time. Inflation may have something else to say about interest rates, but now that we know a minimum wage increase can't be folded into COVID relief, I think that question will be resolved shortly, or at least as quickly as they can move in Washington, D.C. Will the rally in stocks continue? I think that's a function of interest rates, so that's the indicator to watch. If the 10-year yield gets above 1.5% and stays above 1.5% while occasionally flirting with a new post-COVID high, then you'll see some second-guessing about valuations among investors. So that means the danger of higher rates hasn't passed, and if yesterday's data from the Purchasing Managers Index is any indication, then wholesale inflation is a real problem. I've said it before, but it bears repeating. The idea that any American family has to really worry about the price of a loaf of bread or of a gallon of milk is a tragedy, but that's not where inflation is going to initially appear. It's going to be in the supply chain, so keep an eye on producer prices. In a related story, Chinese electric car maker NIO said earlier today that a shortage of semiconductor chips will cut its production capacity by about 25%. That's after our General Motors said last month that it would stop production of some models entirely for the same reason. 
and after Ford said it would slow production of its F-150 pickup trucks. These trucks are enormously profitable for Ford, so slowing production by even one vehicle is a drastic step and should illustrate the severity of the problem. This is the sort of chip that goes into every modern automobile and most modern home appliances, and we're about to see pricing pressure on the components that make them tick. This shortage is a problem in both the short term and the long term. Looking at the day ahead on Wall Street at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time with 2 hours and 15 minutes to go before markets open, stocks are easing a bit this morning following yesterday's red-hot rally. The S&P is set to open lower by 8 points or 0.2%. And the NASDAQ 100 is also set to open lower by 0.2%. Interest rates are essentially unchanged overnight, but this will be a focus for many equity traders today. Crude oil is up only slightly and is trading at $60.75. Traders will be watching for the meeting of OPEC plus oil producers later this week. And recent weakness in crude oil prices indicate traders expect OPEC plus to agree to raise production. Prices are above $60 a barrel right now only because of really impressive discipline in production on the part of producers. And you have to think that they're going to want to ramp production output and take advantage of the prices they've managed to set. That means prices can't and won't stay at this level, but we'll have to see just how much additional supply they agree to. They're probably looking at copper prices, which are at their highest level in more than 10 years, and saying, give us some of that. There's no major economic data due today, although we'll get some Fed speak this afternoon. On the earnings front, we'll get results from a number of retailers today. Target has already announced, and it beat expectations for both revenue and earnings. AutoZone and Kohl's have also announced this morning, and they posted similar results that beat on both revenue and earnings. We'll also get results from Ross Stores and Nordstrom today. That has been Wake Up with Wall Street for Tuesday, March 2nd. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead and be certain to listen every Friday when I unveil that week's worst company in the world. Now wake up and go get them.